0: Welcome in, hour number two of the Bill Michael Show. We are broadcasting live. We are inside the convention center, Radio Row, the media center, which now it's called just for the fact that the media center is, it's not radio stations as much anymore. It's radio stations, it's podcasting companies, it's television companies, it's its a host of others. And uh, that being said, uh, it is, uh, it is a lot of different t- types of mass media now. As we all know, our, our world has changed, so we, we understand it. But uh, broadcasting live, anyway, down here in, in the uh, the media center and getting you ready for Super Bowl 57, which is upcoming, Kansas City, Philadelphia. Both teams yesterday, you're going to hear. Uh, Mike Clemens is awesome. He went over and, and was with the Philadelphia Eagles yesterday, so we're going to hear some stuff coming up here in a little bit from Mike uh, as he sat down and had some conversations and some interviews yesterday, which, were, which are always awesome. Uh, Mike is just uh, in, embedded. Mike's our embed guy. You know, he's the guy that's on the ground. He's the guy that's going back and forth. It's really kind of nice because the Chiefs and Eagles are not far away really from where we're at, where we're staying. And uh, the Chiefs are only about 10 minutes. The Eagles about 20, 25. And uh, Mike uh, had a chance to go visit with the Eagles. Now, after yesterday's pressers, both teams pretty much locked down. That's it. Both teams have now gone into, uh, you know, We got 48 hours to get to game day mode, and that's it. Uh, Everybody's done. Uh, No more families, no more friends. The ticket requests are done. Uh, Your kind of contact with the outside world, short of your phone and texting and stuff, is pretty much nil. Both coaches putting their teams into kind of their own quarantine. Now you're getting into focus. You're getting into game day mode, and uh, you're figuring out how to kind of grab your energy, harness it, and not peak too early. So all of that's upcoming, but... Uh, after yesterday, both teams now going to going to kind of lockdown. So uh, then the coverage obviously is going to begin again on Sunday, and then don't forget uh, coming up on Monday, uh, Mike Clement's still going to be on the ground here in Arizona, and uh, we'll kind of do a, a recap. We'll uh, look at the Super Bowl and you know and all that kind of stuff. Hey, by the way, Ben, let me ask you this: If uh, if, if is it a Super Bowl ad if it's already aired? No, I don't think so. I, they, they have uh, this whole thing out here where they're already rating the Super Bowl ads uh, here in Arizona. And I'm listening to it this morning coming in. And I'm thinking of my – and this whole discussion begins of if you've been running an ad now for two weeks or three weeks and it's going to run during the Super Bowl but you've already ran it, uh, it's not a Super Bowl ad in my opinion. It's not, you know, it, it's, it's not anything special. There's nothing to it. Now – If, say, you run something that has an addition to it, I do know that there's some marketers out here that say that they run an ad a week or two prior to Super Bowl, and if they get a good reaction out of it, they keep it in the Super Bowl. Otherwise, they have alternate ads that have been prepared that would then air during Super Bowl, or it's the next step in the ad that's already been running that can then air during Super Bowl, whether it's funny or serious or more magnanimous or what have you. So that I understand. But... For all of that, uh, I—if I, it doesn't run on Super Bowl Sunday, it's not a Super Bowl ad, in my opinion. I just—that's just one of those things that I was, you know, kind of irked by when they start calling these things Super Bowl ads. I'm like, nah, it just no doesn't, doesn't work that way. Doesn't work that way. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. If you want to give us a, a shout, please feel free to go ahead and do so. Oh, by the way, our buddy Steve, who has been uh, calling a shot. In regards to uh, many different uh, standards when it comes to winners, losers, and such uh, our guy uh, our guy Steve says, uh, you know first of all, congrats on the Hall of Fame ballot to Joe, uh, Joe Thomas, which you know, we didn 't even make a mention of but uh, congratulations to Joe thomas Joe thomas um, i got i don 't know how many years ago it was we were talking about Joe Thomas and his career. We had Anthony Munoz on the program, and when I was asking him with some of the guys that he really looks at him, respects. One of the first names to come out of his mouth years ago when we had him on was Joe Thomas. So you kind of got the sense that, and you knew Joe was toiling away, and kudos to Joe because he could have left and never did. He was toiling away in anonymity in uh, in Cleveland. But uh, he's one of the best offensive tackles. You look at a guy like Bakhtiari, you know, I mean, he's right up there. Uh, but but that level, uh, just awesome. So congratulations to Joe Thomas. It was just too bad he was, you know, left in the – as uh steve puts it the armpit that was cleveland football without a doubt he also said now to the big game i'm gonna go back and forth in the game and really kind of at a loss you know, which way i'm going he said I, eagles should dominate the line of scrimmage but the chiefs powered offense gonna be up to the task offensively the eagles have a lot of weapons as well i think the outcome of the game gonna be up to the chiefs defense either way i think it's gonna be a hell of a game and in the end i think the eagles win a close one 33 31 he's calling his shots now for the golf pick with ben he said i was correct with uh uh, last week with the pick of Mr. Eh, Justin Rose. Uh, I'm watching Xander this week, and again, I'm not saying he is going to win it, but he's going to be in the final two groups on Sunday for sure. Safe travels back. That's our buddy Stephen Richfield. Ben, who you got in the uh, the Waste Management Phoenix Open?
1: Oh, I, I have so many guys, Bill. Uh, I am uh, If I'm looking for the person I think is going to win, my money is on Scotty Scheffler, as it has been but I have money up and down the board. I got to get this guy's number. I he's, yeah? he's he's making too many right picks and and l- making me look like an idiot
0: while I lose money betting <laughs> on
1: golf. Can he just text
0: me these picks? Right. Right. Yeah. Well, he's sending it now. He's calling well, the shot I mean, now. So hey, you still have time to
1: pony again, up. Again, I don't mean to speak like Steve's on a heater, but Xander right. Shoffley is one back of the lead and tied for fourth right now. So,
0: yeah, you know, okay. He's 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 been uh, he's been closer than farther away. That's for darn sure.
1: Well, we could be cherry so. picking a little bit
0: here, you know. Give us right? a
1: long shot.
0: Right. Um, okay. Well, we'll, uh, we'll we'll see if he's got anything else up his sleeve.
1: Steve and I will get way. in the lab one day, and and we'll come up with the best winner that this world has ever
0: seen. Okay. <laughs> this world has ever seen. Just wait until the next time. You know. Okay. <laughs> Okay, we'll do that for the Masters, too. Um, So a couple other things. Did you see, by the way, uh, the the pictures and the videos and stuff from last night? I saw some of them, as has been the case
1: this week. I've been up and speaking for much of the day.
0: Right. We have been uh, trying to post as much as we can. So for those that uh, have been watching or paying attention over on social media, um, uh, the Bill Michael Show on Instagram, uh, the Bill Michael Show on Facebook, uh, Twitter, not as much. But uh, Instagram, Facebook, and that kind of stuff, we've been posting the videos. We've been posting the uh, the, uh, the pictures. Uh, but what a, what a tremendous time last night. Can't say thanks enough to the Gridiron Greats. Uh, no, as we uh, assumed, no Mike Ditka last night, but uh, who's taken over for him has been Brian Urlacher. And Erlocker and Jaws did a nice job on the stage last night uh, presenting a lot of the winners uh, in the auction items and the split the pots and all that kind of stuff. They raised a ton of money. They have an artist there, and I, I don't have his name sitting in front of me but I took a picture of it. They have an artist that does these 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 paintings. And the the original painting, uh, the one-of-one, one, which is then not only authenticated by the NFL, but then authenticated and signed by the player he does. Now, he's doing Jalen Hurts right now. Last year, he's, he did Mahomes. He's done Brady. Uh, there was a, a Rodgers there. Last year, he had Joe Burrow at the Joe Burrow. The uh, the uh, fifty of fifty was on display, and the nine of nine they have, which Joe Burrow's number is nine. So they kept that back, uh, and that is available. But I was w- looking at this site last night. It's like seventy five grand for the original, and or no, excuse me, thirty grand for the original, seventy five hundred for the print. It, just uh, amazing stuff, amazing stuff. And uh, so, anyway, long story short, it was uh, it was just a really cool to see. So it was it was good stuff. So uh, I had a great time with those guys last night. I had a great time seeing so many of those personalities. Even saw Rocky Patel there last night of Rocky Patel Cigars, and uh, had a had a great time chatting with him. He was actually at one of our cigar dinners a couple of years back, one of the ones that we do for Quick Trip and in, uh, in Tobacco Outlet Plus Grocery. So it was great to see him and chat with him and catch up with him. He, you know, his family is originally from Green Bay. Yeah. How you go from being from Green Bay and his parents being IT people, to then turning around and buying a tobacco plant in Nicaragua, turning it into one of the, the biggest and better uh, cigar manufacturers in the world, is an amazing story. But he uh, he did it, and he was there last night. His brand was on site along with Cohiba. Uh, they had uh, they had a, a, the Atlanta Cigar Week uh, group that was there last night. They were there with cigars, and it was it was just such a fun event. So to see Don Horn and Dave Robinson. And, All the other guys. Chris Berman was there. We had a chat. We talked with him a little bit last night, which was was awesome. And and, and, because people ask, well, did you get the interviews? You're not walking around there doing interviews. You're just mixing and mingling and saying hello and shaking hands and, you know, and really just you're trying to be a fly on the wall. You just listen to the conversation. I have nothing to add. I'm an idiot. So you just kind of, you know, say hello. They remember you. Chris Berman, I will say this. He is 100% uh, the homage to Lambeau Field to the Lombardi Packers, to the organization. You talk about a guy that just loves green and gold. Uh, we were talking with him last night a little bit, and he was getting ready to get out of there. A lot of the, a lot of the, I hate to say older guys, but a lot of the older guys, it was like 10 o'clock and they were wanting to get out of there and take off. And Berman was getting ready to leave. And uh, we, he remembered me from the NFC Championship game when Favre threw the interception. That was Favre's last pass and everything because we were doing some stuff with those, uh, with those guys. We were working with ESPN uh, on a lot of stuff at the time uh regarding the post game show because they had the packers won they wanted to dip into our post game show espn did uh because the celebration would have been right there inside the atrium remember that was the, one of the first times that the atrium had actually been open since they had renovated lambeau field so anyway i digress but you know berman was there and we were up and down and up and down and up and down in the elevators together as we were trying to get this to, to see what was going to happen at the end of this game and, uh, so he remembered that and he came over and started talking to us and was kind of waxing nostalgic about that day. And everybody wants to know about Rogers and what I thought. And so we were kind of talking about that, but, uh, but he, he just said, you know, he, he's, he's a big guy. Uh, you ever stood next to Chris Berman, Ben, believe it or not. I have not hey, oh, really, I thought for sure you would have been at like Fred Astaire dance studios, mixing and mingling <laughs> with him at some point, but I digress. Uh, he, he's a big dude, man. Um, so we we're, were looking at each other eye to eye, and, and he puts his hand on my shoulder and, like, grabs you in that, you know, that like that's, that muscle, that crap that muscle right there next to your neck. And um, he's like, you know, Bill, Lambeau Field is the cathedral. It is the ultimate. It is the mecca. It is where football should start. It's where football should end. They should play a Super Bowl. I mean, he's going on and on now, and he looks at me and obviously knows they never will unless, of course – you know, they build a new stadium and a dome or something. It's never going to be played in Green Bay, but he's like, "That is football." Every time I hear the words Green Bay, I think that is football, and that was Chris Berman last night. That's my best Berman Im- impersonation. So we had what? a great time what? with those guys. What, what? Is that what he does
1: is that he does when he walks no, he, away
0: from you. No. Like, what? no, that's really not him. It's just that he wears corduroy pants. <laughs> 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 So, don't we all make that noise when we, we're a we're So Anyway, so it, it was a great time. It was fun to see everybody last night. We got uh, another night here in uh, Scottsdale, some dinners tonight. Tonight we relax. We we shut it down. We tear it all down tonight and then get ready to get out of here as uh, Super Bowl 57 gets underway. Mike Clemens going to be heading over to the stadium and such. So and we'll be back in studio on Monday. It's going to be going to be a, a good to get home, sleep in your own bed. I, don't get me wrong. We love it. Love coming here. But uh, by the end of the week, you're just like, oof! you get through the marathon and the sprint that is. Anyway, let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. We've got a lot, of, lot more to get to. One of the guys we're going to hopefully talk to today as well, um, for those that watch the NFL, uh, NFL live show on ESPN, and when they do the NFL show and they get into all the film and all the breakdowns, And they do, you know, all these specific plays that guys are highlighted and watch this guy run this route or this block happen on this guy. And the guy that analyzes all of that, one of the best in the business is a Greg Cosell. We're going to hope to chat with him a little bit later on today as well. A longtime friend of the show. And I, he's busy. He doesn't like to do a lot of radio interviews, but he usually does some stuff with us. So I think he's going to come over and join us a little bit later on too. So stick around for that. Hang in there. We got a lot more of the Bill Michael show broadcasting live here at Radio Row. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends over there at Potawatomi Hotel Casino. Potawatomi Hotel Casino, don't forget, another terrific place to go to watch the game inside the uh, sports bar there, which is a fantastic place. But uh, the bingo is back, the restaurants are open, 360 bars cranking, gaming's going on, it's all happening, and uh, don't forget, they're, they're putting in the sports book, which should open sometime August, September, maybe October if it runs a little behind, but uh, all of that's going on over at Pottawatomie, and they have stay and play packages. Go to PaysBig.com, that is Paysbig.com. More the Bill Michael Show coming up next.
2: Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Von Miller was over there. You saw Von Miller yesterday. Uh, Von Miller, man. uh, He wore some like blue and white tie-dye jeans with this blue hoodie. And I I can now see why his neck is so big. He had a uh, a gold chain on that uh, you could probably use around the tires of your car to get you going across the ice on Lake Nakoma's up in Tomahawk. I mean, it, it was huge, huge gold chain and such. Anyway, long story short. Um, it was uh, it was a good day over there yesterday. Had a lot of a lot of kids and autographs and signings and such. So it was it was a lot of fun. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. I you know what um, coming up here in about uh, forty forty minutes uh, we're supposed to get Emmett Smith. So Emmett Smith is going to join us. Uh, mark your mark your radio if you are going to go away for a couple of minutes. Come back, come back. Um, anyway, so that being said, uh, news came out that in case you did not know. Uh, Brett Favre making some news, and we've always said if you are innocent and people are ripping you or what have you, then come out swinging. You either just say nothing and let the process play out, or you come out swinging, defending yourself. Well, now Brett Favre is, Uh, because of the welfare fraud scandal in Mississippi, the biggest one in state history, uh, Favre has now filed three separate defamation lawsuits. He filed them yesterday. One is against the state auditor, Shad White. Uh, another one, when Shad, Shad White is the state auditor, who I guess was one of the people that discovered this and then uh, ended up basically putting Farve's name out there as the guy that had, had done this and, uh, you know, schemed and scammed the, the welfare fraud system. Uh, so that one, uh, also he filed one against Shannon Sharp of Undisputed. And he has also filed one now against Pat McAfee. So he's filed defamation lawsuits against Shad White, Shannon Sharp, and Pat McAfee. So, like I said, when you feel like you've been wronged, you come out swinging. You come out swinging. So you see, uh... And you see what happens. And you know, if if you are indeed innocent and uh, you can prove it, or they can't prove you're guilty, one of the two, then uh, then you you probably gonna probably gonna win and at least clear your name. So that being said, it's a uh, it's uh, Favre's uh, maybe Farves looking for his day in court, or at the very least, looking to slow the roll of some that are claiming certain things about him or saying certain things about him. Remember Pat McAfee went off on rogers um i mean went off on him so we'll see what uh, what happens because that case has been kind of quiet for a while now it really has um let's see what else do we have here for you uh this, it got a lot of people chiming in about the rogers stuff it, ben how much of you guys if at all talked about the the rogers stuff on the morning show between you and rowdy
1: Uh, A a lot, like definitely a bit each day. We spoke a lot about the Aaron Jones on Undisputed cut. And then remember when Devondre Campbell was on a show up in Green Bay during the season and was very like saying that Love was a starting quarterback and he's better than some other guys? Do you remember that from Mm -hmm. this year? So we talked about those cuts. And, I mean, like it's not changing my mind on anything, but I think it it could fall in line with what we've heard from – from Mike, that there could be some there that that do want to see Love get it, but we've just—I mean, we've reacted to the Rogers thing. We wondered when Rogers said that he had friends that have done the Darkness retreat. We wondered like which friends that were, right? Like, like which which right. one of his friends possibly could have done that, like whether it's Mercedes Lewis or Miles Teller. But now that's really it. It's really just speculation. It's the same conversation we've been having realistically for the last month,
0: month and a half, right? Um, it is, like I said, it's the topic of conversation here without a doubt. That and the fact, um, I don't know if I say kudos to the NBA or too bad to the NBA. How big in comparison, because, you know, th- there's always been this gentleman's agreement, so to speak, and I hate to put it in that terms, but for lack of a better term, gentlemen's agreement between sports that you don't have big announcements and big days to overshadow another big announcement or big day. You don't usually do that. So the NBA, uh, even though the, the NFL moved back the date for the Super Bowl, put the trade deadline in the midst of Radio Row Media Week. So the NBA yesterday, with all the breaking news, kind of stole a little bit of the spotlight, you know? Right. Kind of stole a little bit of the spotlight. And, um... They uh, they they took some of the tried to take some of the luster from uh, from the NFL. Now the, the trade for Kevin Durant to the Phoenix Suns certainly happened, and that was something incredibly interesting, without a doubt. But nevertheless, um, sitting down here at the table, and for those that are watching uh, on the Bud Light live stream, um, I'm going to throw throw this uh, throw this camera over there just to let you take a look at it here real quick. As uh, every now and then, you get uh, unique people that come by and I'm gonna have you throw a headset on there young man. So for those that are watching, no it's it's not. It could be, maybe it is, maybe it's not. The 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 should I say Andy Reed? Uh, They call me almost Andy Reid. Almost Andy Reid. Okay. How often do you get, because you walk through the door, everybody went, what? And then I'm like, there's no way the head coach is walking through Radio Row after they went on lockdown yesterday. So how, I mean, just walking around, even on the streets, people got to freak out, right? Yeah, it's
2: uh, all day long. uh, People taking pictures. Yeah. What's your real name? Uh, Matt Black. Matt Black. Okay. (laughs)
0: Sounds like, Were you just in Magic Mike, the movie that you're debuting tonight? <laughs> <laughs> Matt Black sounds like a Magic Mike guy. I am Matt Black. Good nice me. to meet you. I'll be on the poll later tonight. All right. Um, no, I mean, it's just, it's uncanny. So is that just, you figure just out, go with it. You know. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah I looked in the mirror one day and I thought, well, I, I look a little like Andy Reid when he comes to town here. I'm from right? Kansas City and uh, that's how it just started. Yeah. Yeah. So I had a lot of fun with
0: it. So uh, if you can be like outside the hotel, walking around, and do you, you probably wouldn't have to buy a drink in town, right? <laughs> I don't drink. Uh, really, if people buy me a, a, a bottle of water. I'm good with it. Okay. Wow, <laughs> that's that's amazing. That's ama- So, who brought you here? Did you just kind of? Uh, well, I'm here with uh, Avis uh, Rent a Car. They okay. brought me into town, and that's so awesome. I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Yep. So you got a, a look-alike deal with Avis Rental Car. Yeah. <laughs> Holy crap. Thank goodness I didn't get a look-alike car with it. <laughs> right. But did they give you the Andy Reid check from Avis Rental Car? Well, they g- they gave me the car. <laughs> <laughs> did you hear that? You gave me the you car, gave right, You gave me the Avis? car. So get the hell out. So there you go. Well, that's fantastic. Yeah, I wanted to – we saw you walk in, and uh, I heard people go, Andy Reid's here, and I, I just – I know better, you know, and I'm like, man, he does look like, you even walk like him. (laughs) Now, is that on purpose or is that because you
2: got like a prosthetic under there? It's a big guy thing, you know, I've always kind of walked like that, uh, yeah. of course, but I'm a professional opera singer, and so. Are uh, you really? Oh, yeah, so my acting classes and things, I study him and I, you know, the last couple of years, every time he changes into a new shirt or glasses, I have to be on Amazon the next day and make sure it's delivered right to my house. Have you met him? (laughs) I have not met him yet. I've met a lot of people in Kansas. The city, uh, really, city organization, but not him. Yeah.
0: Okay, uh, is somebody? God, somebody's got to be setting it up to where you two can take a picture together and freak <laughs> the hell out of everybody. Oh yeah, you know I think it's like Clark Kent and Superman. You never right? see us in the same place at the same time. Yeah. so I'm good with it. <laughs> okay, well if you are Andy Reid, then we appreciate you coming on the show and sharing insight. That's yeah, that's awesome. Bet. So, but an opera singer on top of it. Yeah, you yeah. want to belt something out real quick to prove uh, it? Sure. Go ahead. Am I allowed to? Go, go ahead. Okay, that's go. a holy crap right there <laughs> damn well congratulations on it yeah go ahead congratulations not only on looking like annie reed getting a car and being able to sing like that yeah you bet that's awesome man thanks so much and oh. uh, look forward to your movie coming out tonight uh, hey, opening in theaters everywhere
2: sounds great man <laughs> looking forward to it
0: <laughs> all right the annie reed looking like matt black joining us here at the table we're going to go ahead and take a quick
2: break stay tuned
0: more after this all right <laughs> This is the
2: Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Looking for a great place to go and watch the game, we've got a number of them. A number of them. A lot of great sponsors. I, I can't thank our sponsors enough because we cannot do this. Without our group of, of these terrific sponsors, every now and then I'm on Facebook and I'll say, hey, we got a slot that opens up or, you know, maybe there's uh, somebody that has sold their business or what have you, you know. We've never had anybody leave because they were unhappy, put it that way. But we, we've we changed some things over the years and we do rotate some sponsors and much like our friends at Albanese's who have decided to to hang it up, so to speak, after so many years and they've just enjoyed their lifetime in the business and now they're going to move on. It gives us a space, an open space to... To be able to bring uh, another sponsor in but that being said uh we've got a, a lot of great sponsors curly's waterfront uh pub and grill right there on pewaukee lake right next to Smokey's bait shop that place is absolutely awesome and uh, i love curly's they have they always do like meat raffles and such and they have stuff going on where they're giving away tickets all the time curly's waterfront pub and grill right there on pewaukee lake if uh say you're looking to go up north this weekend. It's still not too late. Get a hold of our friends over there at Four Seasons Island Resort in Pembine, Wisconsin. That place is absolutely awesome. They've got a Valentine's Day package coming up. They have got Mardi Gras package coming up, Uh, a lot of great things on the island. Get a hold of our girl Barb up there, but uh, that's Four Seasons Island Resort in Pembine and also uh, in conjunction with our friends over there at Pine Mountain Resort. If you still want to do a little snow skiing, you can do that as well over there. And then also our friends over at Kane and Kane Jewelers with, uh, we know right now you've got uh, Valentine's Day right around the corner if you're looking to rock her world or his world for that matter. We want to keep it equal, right? Uh, get a hold of our friends k-o-e-h-n canejewelry.com that is canejewelry.com again canejewelry.com ben did you see the dude that uh was the uh, the andy, Gre- andy reed look-alike i did see him that, that was uncanny my first that thought was crazy
1: when he walked by before he came on air was what in the world is andy reed doing there
0: right and that's what see and then he started and, and again i'm i'm Right. Oh, when he, I'll tell you this, when he sat down, there nobody could really hear our discussion because we're on headsets, so we can hear each other rather easily. And it's somewhat loud here in, in the convention center. The crowd that gathered around us was immense. And uh, today is they're celebrating military, so we got a lot of military members that are here today. And uh, the the men and women that are in uniform were walking by at the time, and they're like, "Coach, coach, can we get pictures, coach?" and he had to tell him he's like I'm I'm a lookalike. alike and they're like oh I mean you talk about the the air going out of the balloon and then finally they're like we don't care we're taking a picture and uh it's it, the dude was uncanny walks like Andy Reed you know how Andy Reed's got that that limping saunter to him kind of wobbling side to side i mean walks like him it, it's just it's it's unbelievable even has the uh the hat on that the coaches were wearing in the AFC and the NFC Championship games. Even down to the hat, uh, he had the hat. The, the mustache is colored the same with the little streaks of red and rust color in it. I, I just, I was like, wow, this guy is all in, man. All in. Uh, and then gets a sponsorship deal, comes out here via Avis, and, and off he goes. But man, it was just unbelievably uncanny the way that guy looked in comparison to Andy Reid. So. Man, I can't believe at this point in time, with Andy Reid being in Kansas City that long and this guy living in Kansas City, that they have not met. Uh, they should just sit across from one another and mirror each other back and forth.
1: So here's, uh, let's, my go problem, ahead. Bill, is yes. both uh, the great employees here at the zone and also some people on the Wisconsin football team have said I look like Graham Mertz. So if I wanted to go after the lookalike, number one, the opportunity is passed, and number two... There wasn't yeah. enough success to really capitalize.
0: See, the difference between this gentleman who looks like Andy Reid and you looking like Graham Merch are two things. One, this guy walks down the street just trying to be innocuous. In those glasses, the hat maybe, or just saunters around in a Hawaiian shirt like Andy Reid does. This guy's getting pulled into bars, restaurants any place you can think of and they're either buying him a beer buying him a water shaking his hand taking a picture giving him a hug you know coach you're awesome the whole thing you on the other hand are walking around going hey how you doing do you know who i am and they're punching you in the face they're kicking you in the groin they're booing you they're telling you get the hell out of here you've never amounted to anything in your life leave (laughs) i'm too skinny so i get away with it. it's it's a vastly different scenario for a, for a lookalike, unfortunately, on your end of it. Man, you just can't win, can you? Uh, Holy crap. Have you sensed the theme?
1: <laughs> that's why I work in radio.
0: Have you sensed the theme? Oh, my God. Oh, that's awesome. So there you have it. Um, hey, by the way, uh, we did not touch on it too much. What has the reaction been back in Milwaukee and back in uh, Wisconsin? For the uh, for the trade for Jay Crowder, oh, very positive. I
1: mean, giving away, I'm excited. Giving away five seconds is not going to leverage your future or throw it away or anything. And he's a dude that, frankly, I think he fits a PJ Tucker role, but he fits it better because he could defend right. more options. He's more versatile. Uh, he's, he scores. He's a little younger. He could score. Yep. So uh, they could do a lot of stuff lineup wise with him. Now it's yeah. a question we talked about it this morning is can you get all the other guys
0: playing their best when it matters late in the season? right, right one hundred percent you need everybody healthy you, you can't do anything if he's not if, if everybody's not healthy but I um, you know look I you know, I follow the NBA, I love the bucks, I watch bucks, you know all that kind of stuff, but sometimes in depth wise i'll have an opinion, and uh, I, it, maybe it's not exactly in sync with what others are thinking which is okay, but sometimes I might come out on the dumb end of things. Uh, so it's kind of like you know your lane. And so yesterday I was excited for that Jay Crowder deal. And I had heard about it with, in the morning with Jay Crowder going to the Nets. I'm like, ah, crap. So the Bucks missed out. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. Uh, the word was that Brooklyn was going to cut him loose and teams were going to be able to go after him. But would the Bucks be able to actually go after him? And uh, would they be in line to get them? And that's the reason the Bucks basically said, "You know, no, we'll we'll make the trade. We'll give you some stuff for them now," because they were going to cut them loose anyway because of salary. So uh, when I heard that the Bucks were working as I see, and I heard originally a three-team deal, and then you just heard about the two-team trade, I'm like, "Well, that just doesn't seem right." And uh, and then it it came circling back that I'm like, well, "Wait a minute, I think that is, um, that is." That is the uh, the ability to go get him. Um, that uh, that when they picked him up, man, that's that's awesome. That uh, I thought he would be a better scorer, a better defender, and uh, and might be a much better player for the Milwaukee Bucks and really give them that PJ too. Because he's kind of a junkyard dog, and he's a scrappy guy. And I thought it would give him a much better opportunity. So let's do this. We're going to step away. We're going to take a quick break. Come back. We got more of the Bill Michaels show live here at Radio Row right after this.
2: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is The Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network now, here's Mike Clemens. It's the Chiefs and the Eagles in Super Bowl 57. Game time Sunday night at 530. Both teams come in as the number one seeds. Last night at the NFL Honors Award Show here in Phoenix, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes won his second MVP award. When I look at back at the end of my career, I don't want to look back and be like, man, I didn't give everything I have to, to win to win Super Bowls because of the great people I have around me. And so uh, when I get done with my career, I just want to make sure that I, I know that I gave everything I had on that football field. In Press conference with the media head coach Andy Reid said championships are won at the line of scrimmage. When you get in the playoffs that combination right there the O-lines versus the D-lines on both teams ends up being kind of the um, thing that wins or loses games so uh, and it's magnified every level that you go up every step of the that you move up um, in the playoffs and so the Super Bowl uh, it'll be magnified at the most between those two and Normally, who wins that battle ends up winning the game. Both teams will hold a final practice session today, then a walk-through tomorrow. Eagles running back Miles Sanders on the changes Nick Sirianni has made to the team in just two years in Philly. Just the way everybody handles their business, you know. Coach Sirianni, he laid, that, he laid down the foundation. He laid down, he, he started a whole new culture around here. Everybody's following it. Everybody's going by, and we just got a real good vibe throughout this whole organization to the point like it's, it's it really feels like a family out here so and everybody just i don't know everybody everybody on this team plays for each other sirianni was asked if he's decided what to say to his players tomorrow night on the eve of the game i had
1: something that i was uh definitely prepared to do for this this moment but then i've altered my plan a little bit um and so what we'll what we'll do on on saturday is uh Instead of me talking, instead of, uh, you know, a captain talking, I think we're just going to open it up uh, to the floor. And then we'll just kind of let
2: everybody talk. That's Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni from Super Bowl 57 in Phoenix. I'm Mike Clemens. Best NFL coverage on 96.7 FM, 1670 AM, The Zone.
0: welcome back to the program we're glad you're with us radio rope media center phoenix arizona glad to have you on board today 877-867-1670 you want to find us uh coming up here shortly we uh, are expecting uh emmett smith to come walking over so we're all uh, hoping he walks in Today's actually a little bit better just saw cj stroud go by he's doing some stuff with sports illustrated and uh, Ryan Clark and a couple of the guys uh, from uh, ESPN are making the rounds today which they hardly ever do they hardly ever do that uh, over on this side but uh, but nevertheless it was uh, it was uh, pretty uh, pretty cool to see some of these guys you know running around uh, there you have it I, I just made uh, the major faux pas. Uh, ben did you read my did you read my post what I just sent you yep yep and I have so, been there. And, and it's even it's even stupider than that It's even worse. It gets worse. Okay. So you see people and you go, okay, I know who this is. I know that guy. And, but you you can't pin the name, right? So I sent Erica, our floor producer. I'm like, you got to go get him. Got to go get him. It was like, I think, you know, I got a brief glimpse as he walked past and he was gone out of my sight. And I'm thinking, oh my God, I think that's Christian Watson. Got to go get him. Went over and they said, nope, not Christian Watson. Didn't say who it was. Nope, not Christian Watson. And then i you know, you're Googling the picture real quick. I'm like, ah, he looks a little like him, but no, nah, he's off. He's off. His hair is different. Okay. So i like, ah, I think that's Jamar Chase. I think I mixed up. Because I know the faces, you know, but you're, you're putting names and everything. And so I said, ah, it's got to be Jamar. Go over there. Nope. Guess who it was? Was C.J. Stroud the quarterback oh, for Ohio come State? Come on, I screwed that up so bad. Up I'm like, I guy. know, I know that guy. I know, and I'm sitting here going, I know, I know that guy, and I can't put my name. I can't put the name to it. And I'm just, I'm throwing darts at the dartboard at this point. I'm like, oh, we don't want to miss him. We don't want to miss him. And by the time we had pissed him off so much because we guessed wrong in the names, they're like, no, we don't have any time for you. We're, we're gonna go. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god it's just it's it's the, the the complete amount of dumbassery on my part you know because you're just sitting there you're like i know that guy i know who that is i know you know i know who that is and uh no it uh, it didn't happen that might have uh, bill the ahead. only
1: person i recognized if we're talking yeah. college realm that's right a, oh yeah college for, for me. me
0: no you know you start uh, this is the uh t- yesterday and today is the day that you start getting some of these guys walking around that you're you're recognizing but kind of and um, you're not quite sure who they are. And then you realize that these are college guys that are starting to make the rounds. They're starting to put them on display. They're starting to say, hey, look, they're intelligent. They speak well. They they can be presentable. They can present product information. You know, they can do interviews, all that kind of stuff. So they can do all of that. So, uh, you know, all of those guys, they, uh, they, they start to get paraded around to say, look, my guy is not only could be a star, but my guy could be marketable as well. So. Uh, that's the reason uh, they, they do this. So that way, on down the road, once they get into the NFL, they can say, here's my guy, And here's 10 different interviews he did, here's what, all the questions he was asked, everything that was fired at him. Uh, all to, on, and also, they give that, as these college guys get ready for the NFL draft, they give that and get that out there to general managers. So if you've got a question about the guy's intelligence, the ability to think on his feet, because, you know, the Wunderlich test is – Kind of another measurement that they they gauge when it comes to intelligent. But if you got a guy that you know is pretty well spoken, can talk and can rep, all that kind of stuff. I mean, it's it's awesome. So that's the reason they they try to do that and get a. You know, they did it with uh, Aaron Jones. They did it with uh, Jamal Williams when uh, both those guys were coming out. Remember, I was telling a story about Lee Steinberg bringing them over to us. So those guys were already in the marketable prowl when we had a chance to uh, talk with them before they were even drafted by the Green Bay Packers. And, and both guys were impressive. But, boy, Aaron Jones is so much more polished now. Uh, now that he's been in the league for a little bit longer and he's been, you know, obviously through more and, uh, you know, had more exposure on the daily to, to media. So he's become far better even now. Jamal Williams has always been a fun cat to talk to. He's always just been Jamal. He's he, Nothing has changed. Whereas uh, you get, uh, you know, Aaron Jones, who's opened up more. Uh, along the way, because it takes you a while to kind of crack some of these guys open of what they can and can't say, and they don't want to ever say anything wrong. Um, so they they never want to they never want to uh, put themselves in a bad light or a bad situation because they're pretty much schooled on what you don't talk about, what you don't say, try not to be negative, and things like that. So it takes them a little while to finally open up. Uh, Matthew hits hits us up over in the uh, the Bud Light live stream. Uh, by the way, Chuck, uh, the Walter Payton Award winner last night was Dak Prescott. Uh, Dak Prescott, had um, he had some tragedies in his family. I think it was his mother passed away from cancer as well. And he does a, a ton of charitable stuff. So Dak Prescott last night, um, he won the Walter May- Walter Payton Man of the Year. By the way, they give that award now last. Uh, the MVP, the Comeback Player of the Year, uh, offensive, defensive players, I think, uh, I can't remember all that, uh, you know, in the Hall of Fame class. And then the very last one they do now is the Walter Payton uh, Man of the Year award. So uh, I found that rather rather interesting last night that that is now considered one of the, the biggest awards as far as the give-back side of things community-wise for the NFL. So there you go. Uh, but Matthew says, uh, do, uh, do Jamal and Aaron remember talking to you during Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Aaron Jones. And Aaron Jones and I, um, we did the uh, the Lodge Kohler kickoff uh, show uh, the hour-long show in Green Bay did that a couple of years back, and Aaron was a two or three-time guest on that show. We spent, you know, more than a little bit of time together, and he was great. Um, but yes, absolutely. And you know who remembers it? it is his mom. I mean, his mom and dad. And you know, since then, his dad has since passed, but his mom uh, remembers that too. So every time I see her, she she remembers because it was funny. They were they could not get in. They couldn't get them passes. To get in, they were college kids, and they, you know, bringing your mom and dad. No, no, we'll, 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 we'll put the player in, but we're not going to put the mom and dad in. So mom and dad were walking around the outside of the fenced-in area of Radio Row, and the security guard uh, was. We kind of got. I think it was in San Francisco. Uh, San Francisco or back here in, Phili- in uh, Phoenix, one of the two. But the security guard was kind of a kind, really nice guy, and, and Aaron Jones coming from a military family, and his family being military. Uh, his mom and dad, they were both very, very upstanding people. And we just said, bring them on over. And the guy's like, okay, I'll bring them in. So he brought the family over. And uh, Aaron's mom never forgot that, which was really cool. Uh, I don't remember Jamal's parents being there, to be honest with you. But I-, I know Jamal still remembers that. So to answer your question, yes. There you go. 877 uh, 867 If you want to chime in, please feel free. Uh, By the way, we've got some opening Super Bowl odds for Super Bowl 58. 58, which is next year. So next year's odds to win the Super Bowl. Ben, uh, you want to pick your Philadelphia Eagles? To win it next year? No, if you're going to throw money down, uh, if you go through the – from 1 through 32 – Where do you think your Philadelphia Eagles are? Ooh. First, honestly.
1: If I look at the NFC and who's coming back. Second? Right? Nope. Third.
0: They're third. Huh. Behind
1: the Chiefs?
0: Behind the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Man. They feel feel the Bills can run it back. San Francisco after the Eagles. Then at number five is Cincinnati. Number six, which I find interesting, is Dallas then the Chargers, then the Ravens, then the Broncos, then the Jaguars, then the Raiders, then the Jets, then the Dolphins, then the Lions, then the Packers. So the Lions and the Packers are in in the top half, and you still don't have a sign of Minnesota. It goes the Rams, the Saints, the Browns, the Giants... Then the Vikings, the Patriots, Steelers, Buccaneers, Falcons, uh, Panthers, Seahawks, Titans, and the final five are the Bears, Commanders, Colts, Cardinals, and Texans. Texans coming in at one hundred and fifty to one to win uh, to win the uh, to win the Super Bowl. By the way, Bill, speaking yes. of the Niners, real quick,
1: their players yes. are still complaining. There were like three more dudes yesterday going on shows, complaining about losing a couple weeks ago and saying the Eagles, the Eagles aren't good. It's 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 unbelievable.
0: Well, two things: one is the rules are the rules, and you lost via the rules, so you can't complain about it. Secondly, uh, they knocked your quarterback out. Had you been better offensively up front, your quarterbacks would not have been knocked out. They beat you. Exactly. But and speaking of that, I just saw George Kittle walk by. Ask him about it. It's like
1: Shanahan yeah. told them all to complain.
0: Cases yeah. closed. Yep. Oh, I'm sure there's going to be something in the rules committee about all of this crap coming into coming into next. Uh, Donovan McNabb just walked in, by the way. I'm going to tell him you said hi. Please do. So you know. There you go. Got more of Bill Michael show coming up right after this.